So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So this one's gonna be about personal growth and the Tools of Titan summary from the AlanChang.com website. And why do I always say that? Well, I do think that it is very important that you know where I just have the stuff from, because I guess some people might be interested in actually going through the summary themselves or on their own or whatever, and then they just need to know where I'm just, yeah, where I have it from, I guess at least. And with that being said, hello and welcome back to the next episode of the self development with Tactics fucking podcast. I nearly have actually forgotten to, uh, I've nearly forgotten actually to say the F word. And the F word should be in every single episode. <laughs> well, you know, probably not, I guess. But I guess this is just me. This is my style. This is how I do it. And I just see... Now, there is no towel in the frame, which is, which is great. You know, by the way, it's pretty interesting. Now I'm pretty bright. You know, if I go back a little bit... And then I... Well, never mind. It's always the... <laughs> it's actually always the same. But as I've said, we're going ahead with the Tools of Titan summary. And I'm pretty fucking pumped. I'm always pumped. Quite always. Um, Actually, it is also nice to see sometimes that I'm also not pumped or that I can, that I also cannot be pumped. Um, you know, in some weird way, it is actually somehow good for me to actually understand this or to actually also kind of live this, this way somehow. Because, you know, I see that sometimes or I see how it is actually feeling when I'm not pretty pumped, you know. And um yeah, you know, I'm pretty happy to be here and I'm pretty happy to actually make the episode today. And I'm also, and this is the most important part for me, I'm also very, very happy that I can actually bring something positive to the fucking world. Because I've seen once again today that there's so much fucking negativity on this fucking planet. And it's just amazing how much fucking negativity there is, how many people actually spread fucking negativity. And I don't know if you can see this. Let me... pretty heavy fucking pimple but yeah never mind oh it is already there oh or there but yeah i think it's gonna be just a very interesting one i hope at least i really hope and yeah i hope it doesn't disturb you that there's some text on my phone i guess not but now you can definitely see that i'm a little darker when i'm Now I'm a little bit lighter. Never mind. I think it's totally fine like this. Personal growth. Overcoming procrastination. Tim Ferriss forces himself to write down three to five things that are making him the most anxious. Then he asks, if this were the only thing I accomplished today, would I be satisfied with my, with my day? Uh, will moving this forward make all the other to-dos unimportant or easier to do later? And then block out two to three hours to focus one on one of them. So I'm going to repeat this because I've just read it so fucking shitly. Is there, is there even a... Is it an adjective? I don't fucking know. Is there anything like shitly? Doing something shitly? 
I think now it exists. You know, now it exists. <laughs> um, so Tim Ferriss, for- Tim Ferriss forces himself to write down two to five things that are making him the most anxious. And then he asks, if this were the only thing I accomplished today, would it be satisfying for me or would it be satisfied with my day? Will moving this forward make all the other to-dos unimportant or easier to do later? And then he will block out two to three hours to focus on one of them. And I think the most important one to face one, uh, one at a time, one of them at a time, I guess. So imagine you are below average. Derek Sivers believes, uh, believes this to compensate for our tendency to think we are above average or above average. I don't know. I do think there is actually a tendency that most people think they are above average. And I guess it's, you know, the same case for me. Like, I maybe even in sports, for example, think that, okay, I'm better than most other people. Might be true, might not be true. And I do think it always comes up to what average you're comparing yourself to with or something. I know if you're just in a very sporty class, your average will be just way higher than in a non-sporty class. Well, you know, I think you know what I mean, but in the end, you should not, you know, should you should definitely not compare yourself to other people because it doesn't make any fucking sense. It really does not make any fucking sense. At my point of view at least. I think it's just really unnecessary. It's really unimportant and you should rather just, you know, focus on yeah, getting yourself better or just becoming better just from year to year, from month to month, from week to week or whatsoever, whatever it will be, whatever time frame you're actually choosing. Skip the MBA and learn with the 120k you would have spent. Tim Ferriss used it to invest in startups to learn about company building. To do this with any degree you're thinking of getting, convert the tuition to Tuition, tuition, tu, tu, it's, okay, I'm gonna spell it. T-U-I-T-I-O-N. To some change in your work or life, like working less or paying for advice. Journal to get your ideas and problems down on paper. Once we, got, once we get those muddy, maddening, confusing thoughts on the page, we face our day with clearer eyes. I actually think so, like, and I'm very sorry that I haven't shown you the text, but I still think like this because I guess, and this is something that is, I don't know, like I'm going through so many books, you know, uh, just just in the year or in the month or whatsoever. Um, I sometimes forget what information is from what book, but um, something that I've read, uh, it, it was definitely quite recently, is that we should actually write down things. It might have been actually in this summary as well, or it might have been in the Ray Dalio principle summary, which actually was a very great one. So if you do have, I don't know, multiple hours of time, I would definitely just um, suggest you to go through the um, Ray Dalio's principle summary also from the alanshank.com website. It is a fucking long one. It is just incredibly long, but I also think that this just, yeah, you can just really get something out of it. You know, you really can get something out of it. You really can, you know. Um, even though it's only a summary and even though the author actually also says that you should definitely also buy the book because it will you know also be just a different experience and also you will get more things out of the whole book than just merely the summary 
But I think it just makes sense to write things down because often we think like, okay, we can manage everything in our head, but in the end, it's it's not really the case. It really is not. And you know, for me, it just makes sense to write things down so that town down so that you can actually see, okay, you know, this is on my mind. This is how I can juggle it. This is how I could put it, and whatsoever. I think you're just way more. It is way more easier to actually kind of, you know, see and or also kind of manage all your thoughts that you're having if you write them down, you know, especially if it's things you just have to remember or something, I guess, you know, and it might even take some some pressure off of you, I guess, you know, because often when I do just have to, um, yeah, not forget something, I always write it down because I often just forget it, unfortunately, um, and or also because of the reason um, that I do not want to put myself under so much pressure of actually not forgetting it. You know, it, you know, it is just somehow, it's not nerve-wracking, but it's definitely just um, taking up some resources and some energy that is quite unnecessary. And, you know, it, it really is unnecessary. It's just unnecessary loss of energy. Uh, writing down your swirling thoughts can help you figure things out, which is actually the thing that I just wanted to say. At the very least, it helps you to get on with your day. Using the body to gauge, I think it's gauge, because I don't know, it's G-A-U-G-E, a good idea. Scott Adams and BJ Novak, or Novak, both use the bodily reaction, adrenaline, endorphins, as a way to detect good material. Hmm. So Scott Adams and BJ Novak both use the body or the bodily reaction like adrenaline and endorphins as a way to detect good materials. Which means like, okay, you know, I, I assume, I really assume now, if somebody just comes up to them and tells them about a new idea or something, and if they just get an adrenal, adrenaline or uh, endorphin rush, I think they're just really kind of just happy about the idea or something. You know, it really sounds strange and it really also feels like it's not a good advice. And it definitely reminds me on Gary Vee because uh, he once, I don't know, he might be just explaining it a little bit more often, but he definitely once um, explained why he is really forcing himself to actually give people advice they can work on or they can execute on. Because the thing is, for example, he always gets goosebumps on certain occasions. But it's not a good tip to actually be like, okay, get goosebumps. It's not a good tip. It really is fucking not a good tip. And um, he doesn't do that. And I think actually this is one of these tips. Just get an adrenaline rush or just get an endorphin rush to detect good material. For sure, I understand what they're saying and it's just something everybody can get. And goosebumps because of certain things, okay, you know, we get goosebumps when it's cold, but not just all the fucking time. Like, I still understand it, I still understand his body to some degree. Um, but, you know, this is, I think, just one of these. But what, how you think about this, you know, would actually be interesting. Put it down in the comments. Would be very interesting. Uh, become a double, triple threat. What the fuck? Um, Scott Adams' advice is very hard to be the best in the world at one specific thing, like the top NBA player. But you can easily become a very good, or become very good, which is top 25%, at two or more things and combine them to get 
too great effect. Yeah, definitely, I guess. You know, and this is definitely kind of just the opposite of what a lot of people are talking about. Like the whole, okay, focus on one thing, focus on the one important thing, which is something that I do get. You know, I really get it. I just understand it and I just, you know, know, okay, it makes sense. It really makes sense focusing on one thing at a time so that you can actually put all your energy into this one thing. The problem I'm having with this is that, for example, people like me do not want to do one thing all the fucking time. Like... I guess I wouldn't actually like to do only the, I don't know, only the posts for Instagram and other social media platforms. But I guess I, wasn't, I also wouldn't like to only make the podcast episodes. So, hmm, what should I do? I do just do both. I want to juggle things, you know. I don't want to do just various things. And I've also been thinking about actually making some music because this is actually something that I'm pretty interested in and it would also be great. It would really be great. The problem there is, okay, time management. It clearly is time management because I do just not know how I should manage it, obviously. Um, so I don't know. I really don't, you know, but I think it's just something you have to think about, you know, and I also, also I think, you know, if you do just have multiple passions, I guess passions, if this is actually an English word, I don't fucking know, then you should definitely go for both of them or three of them or four of them because why not? Why not? Why don't juggle a lot of things? You know, sometimes one of the balls will fall and this is then a little unfortunate, but, you know, it's for the sake of the other three balls or two balls. So, yeah, you know, I also think we shouldn't cripple ourselves by all these decisions we are making because we in the end do not actually know the alternative we do not know what would have happened if we have chosen or if we had chosen the other option so why just i don't know like take one thing and just let it be it you know for sure you can think about it and for sure you should also think about it but yeah but yeah um mark andressen again agrees Sitting, communication, management, sales, finance, and internalization. Yes, internalization as five skills to augment any career. Okay. Ask the thumb question or the dump question. I'm sorry. Often there is a very basic, very dumb question at the center of a story that no one's asking. Like, why are, why are banks loaning money to people who can't pay it back? Actually, a pretty good question. In Austria, they just don't do it. I do know that um, at least some years ago in America, it was differently um, through which actually the 2008 crisis happened, if I remember correctly, because they've just loaned such a lot of money to people who weren't able to pay it back, um, I guess, at least. you know. And there was also some, some other issue. I know some, um, I think it's, didn't have any to, anything to do with stocks, if I remember correctly, but something quite similar to stocks, you know, maybe somebody of you knows it, you know, and you can just put it down in the description, not in the description, but into the comments, so that other people also can benefit from your knowledge. Um, Luis uh, von Ahn had an advisor who constantly asked, I don't understand why what you're saying. This forces deeper reflection to realize the concept isn't clear in the speaker's mind. Malcolm Gladwell, well, this is actually a great point. 
Malcolm Gladwell's father had zero intellectual insecurities. He will ask the most obvious question without any sort of concern about it. Well, you know, in school it's always something bad, I guess, you know, even though some just teachers might tell you, okay, you know, it's totally okay to just ask any, to ask any question what you're having and whatsoever, but in the end, if you're just really asking a dumb question, they're gonna look at you like, what the fuck are you asking, man? Which is like, yeah, you know, it's just a very, very bad contra contradiction, but what should you do? You know, we are all human beings. Um, be vulnerable to get vulnerability. Share some personal info about how you relate to a problem they have or how you're struggling with pressure. This will open up the conversation, help them uh, reciprocate the pain. Usually people think you gain trust first and then become vulnerable, but you can't earn trust without being vulnerable first. I think so as well, you know, and I do also think the whole trust kind of concept also in terms of actually, okay, you know, you should just, uh, yeah, people should earn trust. I think, you know, which is, you know, definitely also something that Gary Vee as well said um, and something that I believe and therefore I'm sharing it. Um, I think it just also makes sense that, that you're actually giving the trust at first or you're having trust at first or you show trust at first and if people do something fucked up, you just, yeah, you're not going to trust them any longer. So actually, you're trusting them from the beginning on but if they fail or if they do some dumb shit, you're not going to trust them any longer. And not like the other way, not like the other way of, okay, you know, you do just have to earn my trust and whatsoever. I don't know. Like, there must be a benefit of the second one, of the bad quote-unquote one. But but I don't know. I think it just also makes sense that you're trusting everyone at first and then if they just fuck it up, you just don't trust them any longer. Um... Uh, where can you put yourself into an environment that gives maximum exposure to new ideas, problems, and people? Actually, a good one. And this definitely comes up to what people you're surrounding yourself with, which is actually this one. Can I? Yeah, this one. And I think, and something that I've just, I think, actually, I've realized it just way, 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 way um, too late, I guess, you know. But the people around you really fucking matter. They really matter. Enormously. Incredibly. They matter. They really fucking matter. This is something that I've never ever thought about, like, like is actually the case, you know? I only have always heard just the people talking about, like, okay, you know, the people around you just really influence you and whatsoever. Maybe I haven't known it or I haven't seen it because I was always, I was always surrounded with people that were just nice and great and, and happy and positive and not negative. So I don't know. I really don't. Maybe I only just see it now because I'm focusing on it and I'm just, you know, trying to see what might not be there even. I don't fucking know. But I'm I'm really seeing now that's okay, you know, it's definitely there. And I'm definitely seeing something that is there. <laughs> and um but but it's like, yeah, okay, if you're focusing on it and if you also focus on okay, maybe the vocabulary that you're using, the things that you're doing. For sure, you know, some people might get more influenced than other people. Um, I, for example, I do not get influenced by a lot of things. Like, I, I really don't. I don't know why, but but it's like, no. You know, I don't get influenced that heavily by the people around me, or at least by their behavior. Um, 
because I don't know, maybe because my goal setting is, you know, so strong or I do have so, so strong opinions and, and whatsoever because, you know, I think, you know, some things will definitely influence me. Like, I don't want to just debate about it or something. But, um, for example, like, a lot of people around me do just drink alcohol. I don't drink anything. You know, some people around me do just eat definitely not healthy. I still eat healthy. You know, this might be um, due to, okay, you know, this is just what I live for. And there's just really such an, an value of mine that I just really highly value. Or something that I just really highly value. It might actually be the reason. I don't know. But I just do not get influenced by that. Um, but I'm just seeing where I've stopped. Um, yeah, there. Work in an area where you're not fungible. Fungible. Fungible uh, of goods contracted for without an individual specimen being specified, replaceable by another identical. Um, yeah, I think replaceable, uh, re re replaceable by uh, or replaceable by another identical or identical. Tim Ferriss decided not to be a full-time venture capitalist when Cam Kamal, I think it's Kamal Ravikant or Ravikant, told him people have come up to you to you crying because they have lost 100 plus pounds. You will never have that impact as a VC, as a venture capitalist. If you don't invest in a company, they will just find another venture venture capitalist. You're totally replaceable. Email bankruptcy. Tim mentioned this is a bad consequence of his stress, but it is an interesting concept. If your inbox is overwhelmed, you may just need to declare bankruptcy. Ba bankruptcy, I don't think, you know, don't know uh, if it is actually pronounced rightly. Um, where all previous emails will go unread. Make sure when you do this that you have good habits to reduce your email load in the future. Avoid a culture of cortisol. There is so much, there is so much emphasis on being busy and fear of missing out that you can go day to day uh, perpetually anxious. And there really shouldn't be many emergencies in your life. Focus on your big goal and cut out the twenty percent of things that cause eighty percent of your unhappiness. Definitely, I think um, this is actually one of the applications of the 80-20 rule that I have not seen before and it is actually pretty good you know because it is actually like okay you only have to cut out 20% of the things that actually make you happiness because these things um, actually will just um, yeah will actually kind of um, how should I say you know they actually are gonna uh, or would have lead or led to the 80% of your unhappiness or how they say it, focus on your big goals and cut out the 20% of things that cause 80% of your unhappiness. So basically, 20% of the things that actually cause the unhappiness. Yes, they cause. Yeah, okay, makes sense. Um, three people to keep watching. A senior you want to emulate, a peer who is better at the work than you, and a subordinate who is doing the job you did better than you did. If you want to be successful, surround yourself with people who are more successful than you are. If you want to be happy, so you surround yourself with people who are less successful than you are. 
well, I don't know if happiness has anything to do or with being more happy, being more successful, if this is actually correlated to being less happy. I don't know. But it's again from Naval Ravikant or Naval Ravikant, however he's actually pronounced. I think I should just, you know, look those people up that are always in the summary. Like, you know, they come up pretty often, I have to say. Learning from your future self. Think about a 10-year-old version of yourself. What would that person tell you? So, you know, to actually make it, and would also be great if you do this somehow exercise as well, I think my 10-year-older version would actually say like, okay, be patient and I don't know, like don't cripple yourself and don't put yourself under so much pressure would actually be nice, would really be nice. And I think it would also be nice the other way around. Like if I do just make a video today and in this video, I'm kind of talking about my future self in 10 years, like I'm doing right now, but on a more kind of just uh, volume, more volume would actually be nice because after 10 years, you know, um, because I don't know if I would actually kind of delete all the videos here, you know, even though I, 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 I kind of stop with doing the videos or stop doing the videos. I don't know. Would I? No, I guess I wouldn't because, you know, there's so much work into this and I, I really wouldn't delete everything. Maybe I just, I just, you know, um, put everything in them. Uh, into private mode or something so that nobody can see them but me could actually be the case could actually do that but yeah i know but yeah so this might be a good way to visualize the best version of yourself and to highlight the things you know you're good for you that good for you but don't currently do give away ideas people love great ideas give them ideas and encourage them to do it the ones that you can't give the ones you can't give away, maybe the one that you are supposed to do. I suppose if you believe that the best ideas are um, are ones that most people don't find obviously good ideas. Hmm. I don't know. I know. It, I think it always comes up to whom you're talking to. If you're really talking to, I don't know, like maybe to Elon Musk, you know, some people that really just took their chances and and just took their, their step actually to do something that a lot of people thought like would not work I don't know I think if you're just talking to them they would probably say yes you should be doing it you know unless there's a really really just you know heavy kind of reason why you should not do it I guess at least um, MMA fighter Marcelo Gracia uh, publishes or publishes his sparring sessions and an unusual act since it could give away his strategies. If you are studying my game, you're entering my game and I'll be better at it than you. So Marcelo Gracia publishes his sparring sessions. Um, which is, at, if I know it correctly or if I can just interpret it correctly, I guess. Which is just, you know, the, the training fights you're having with other people. Like before the real fight, you're going to spare with a lot of other people. Like with friends or actually with, you know, with other people. Just just with other people. You know, because you can't just box against yourself or MMA fight or just fight against yourself. Tim Ferriss documents his method because most people will be scared of by the detail. 
will be scared off by the detail. 40% will try it and be worse and 10% will try it and be better at it, but those will thank Tim for what they have learned and be grateful. They're really gonna be. Uh, early rising. I am up and getting after it by 4.55. Something that I've been telling you. I think in t today is Monday. I think on Saturday's episode. Or actually Friday's episode. Something something there. Maybe it has been just Thursday's episode. I don't fucking know. I really don't know. But this was definitely something that I've been talking about. So I am up and getting after it by five uh, by 4. By 4.55. 45. I'm very sorry. I like to have the psychological win over the enemy. When I wake up in the morning, I'm thinking about the enemy and what they're doing. It's still in my head. There is a guy in a cave somewhere. He's rocking back and forth. He's waiting for me and we're going to meet. When I wake up in the morning, I'm thinking to myself, I'm thinking to myself, what can I do to be ready for that moment which is coming? And this one is from Yoko or Joko Willink, um, who is actually the author of Extreme Ownership, which is an extremely great book, an extremely interesting book as well. I've um, read a part of it, you know, not the whole book, but just a bit of it, and it has really been a really, really, really great book. You know, it really has been a great book. You know, the things that I've read, I've really enjoyed them. Because, you know, it's, it's based on stories, you know, and I do think, um, I really love stories, I guess, you know, I don't actually know, but I guess it's the case, because I loved How to Win Friends and Influence People so much, I really liked Extreme Ownership and whatsoever, and those both books, and, and also I've really enjoyed 1984, and also um, Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl, and they all just actually have a narrative, and or they just really really have a story, like it's based on, on stories or they include stories, and I really like those stories. And I do guess by by telling stories or by just hearing stories, I guess we can learn faster, better. I don't know, I don't know, but there must be a reason why we have always been telling ourselves stories. I guess at least. But this is actually going to be the end of the episode. I do have enjoyed the episode. Um, in some parts of the episode, but I'm not going to be kind of just perfectionistic. It could have been better in terms of me actually explaining what I think about, but something that I'm going to, um, yeah, definitely going to progress in, I guess. I hope. I do. But in the moment, or in the yet, in the now, it's okay. I think I'm really doing fine. I don't know. I'm happy with myself. I'm happy with how I talk and how I pronounce things. I guess it's it's definitely okay. I really think so. But yeah, um, I wish you the best health, wealth, happiness and success. And I also hope that you're going to remind yourself on how you gonna be remembered. And with that being said, I wish you a pleasant... Why a pleasant journey? Is it from flight? I wish you a pleasant journey. I guess. Yeah, I think it is. I've only been flying one time in my life to London, actually. It's been quite great. Really has been. You know, I've really kind of just missed my girlfriend. This was the only problem there. And we were stuck because of the snow and whatsoever. But the city is great, I guess. And I should have enjoyed it actually way more. You know, this is... But I think I'm going to be there in my life just once again. I hope.
I guess. I do. <laughs> but yeah, thank you very much from the fucking bottom of my heart for watching or listening this episode. And I'll see you the next time. Hopefully tomorrow or maybe even today. Maybe you're watching another video and or listening to another podcast episode. And with that being said, I see you.